1: Get in the know, non-stop Viking It's Purple Daily on Score North and Scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company.
0: Um at first uh was a little worried just because I didn't know uh the status of the injury. Uh, but you know once we looked at the x-rays and you know did different tests, uh, they said it wasn't that bad. So after that I was, I was good.
1: It, the contact with the ground that pops it out. Your yeah, out.
0: yeah, just landing on it and just awkward placement. Really?
2: Yeah, that's Justin Jefferson just talking about how he's a cyborg. Yeah, seriously, and not not even uh, the hardened Egan turf and Brasha
0: Breland can keep him down. I wouldn't for long. do I wouldn't do this show for the rest of the year if I pop my AC joint. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you oh, wouldn't yeah, even no, do, you, you wouldn't would. even do this show. Yeah, wouldn't even Forget, do about, this. Football, Forget right? about football. Forget about football. Yeah, no, yeah.
2: not at all. Well, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, and it is presented by Surly Brewing Company from the TCL Studios. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. And, boys, let's waste no time. Let's get right into it. Write that down Wednesday.
1: Most make predictions and then never admit
3: they're wrong. Yeah.
1: It's not Mackie and John. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd.
2: I'll throw this up on the screen for the YouTube audience. Boys, this is where we stick our necks out every single week, put our careers and reputations on the line. It is Write That Down and an accountability session. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong? Well, every Wednesday. Unlike pretty much every other show in America. That's correct. Yeah, we keep a a record of our predictions here. So here's how it works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions each week from everywhere. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns for something that goes sort of above and beyond a standard correct prediction. And if you guys want to participate, Purple Daily Community... You can send us a message through the Score North app. There's a feedback link at the bottom of the home page. You can just uh, tap that, send Declan a message, and we'll get you scheduled. It's a free app to download. It's a central hub for everything we do at Score North. Judd, you have maintained a completion percentage lead for the majority of the season. Okay. Uh, a lot of checkdowns, people complaining that you don't throw the ball down the field enough. Um. so what do you have to say for yourself before we get to the accountability session here?
3: I thought I fell behind Dex like two yeah, weeks th- ago. Yeah, I thought though. I was nine? in front. I said major- for the majority of the oh, season. the majority of the season. Not oh, acknowledging you know who's
0: actually in first. Got it.
3: Yeah, okay. I got a weak arm. <laughs> I, I'm Brad Johnson, circa 2006 okay. or seven. I got a weak arm. Um, I'm savvy. I'm a veteran. I know what I'm doing, but if you're looking for the nine route, get away from me. Because I'm not doing that, I'm checking down, I'm going west coast, occasionally going deep, but not much. And as Dex said, he's in first place now. So, so by,
0: by the way, I really like uh, the listener suggestion on air production meeting that we should maybe add this to both. Write that down. If your check down misses, like if it's Judd's, you know, five home runs for Miguel Sano by the end of I the, the get, season over I fifty, 50 games, on you should get a strikeout or an int. Like, if it's a check down, Charlie, and you miss that prediction, I think we should quantify INTs or strikeouts.
3: Um, I yeah, like- I mean, I so think. We have to agree on what's uh immediately agree on what's a check yeah,
2: down. Or, this is something I think the committee should consider for the 2022 write-that-down season. We always consider new rules and additions or subtractions. Do we need so- Phil
3: to have more to do with this? Because <laughs> <laughs> this process already has to be a bear. It's actually,
2: you know what, if you set the the spreadsheet up the right way, it's actually oh, wow. it's okay. actually yeah. not that I mean it's definitely a lot of work. I mean d don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm working my ass off over here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so let's get to the first round here. And by the way, we're gonna get to Nick. He's our guest listener predictor in just a couple of minutes. But the accountability session is presented by our friends at Brainerd International Raceway. So I believe starting today, in fact, the NHRA Lucas Oil Nationals. We're talking about cars going almost 330 miles per hour. And uh, this is an amazing fan event access race uh, for the entire week. You can get autographs. You can take pictures with the racers. You can just get up close and personal and uh, see these cars going ridiculous speeds. Something for everyone. Check them out. Ticket and camping packages at BIRMN.com. Brainerd International Raceway. So uh, here's the accountability session. Judd Zolged, two things came off the board for you. Oh, I think there would be more. Okay. You said K.J. Osborne will catch at least one touchdown pass against the Broncos. Didn't happen. You said Jake Browning will throw for at least two touchdowns against the Broncos. Did not happen. Vikings did not score a touchdown.
3: Correct. Correct. Yep. Bad, week. Bad week. 0 for 2. Okay.
2: Oh, boy. Ooh. A lot of things came off the board for old Macadac here. I said Brian O'Neill will get a new contract by the start of camp. Well, uh, he didn't. What's the deal
3: there? Uh, Going to a new deal? I you talk- know they do. Yeah. They a lot of times in in more recent years haven't announced the contract extensions like the the bigger ones until right before the regular season. Okay, it feels like it used to be late July and the start a training camp, and then it transitioned to more. Hey, the season's about to start, and like the Sunday or the Saturday before, we'll get the announcement on a contract. So. I would, I'd keep an eye out for him to still get a contract before the start of uh, the season, which is what, September 12th. And yeah. All
2: right. I had a parlay here. I said the Vikings would beat the Broncos and Jake Browning would run and or pass for at least one touchdown. And uh, I said, Aaron Rodgers will be named the full-time host of Jeopardy by the end of 2021. They named, Whoopsie. was it like the executive producer, like named himself or
3: something? Uh, I can't. And know. it's two people, right? It's I think not... they're going to split it. And I don't think it was very popular. I, I love it, Oh yeah. Blossom. It's it's the executive producer in Blossom. Got it.
0: They Bleep? They did uh in 2016 Dan Patrick did Sports Jeopardy after like the Olympics were always done for the night and they didn't bring that back for 2021. I'm all about Sports Jeopardy. I like DP doing doing some uh Sports Jeopardy. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, you know that's it's probably
2: one. like Aaron Rodgers probably cost 20 million and Blossom probably cost like 500 thousand. Five. Yeah. so that was probably <laughs> part of the equation. Maya Dialock, um, I believe is her name. I said the thank you that's good. Good trivia. I said the Vikings will win the coin toss against the Broncos. Bail. That's right. I said between 12 p.m. Friday and when he goes to sleep on Sunday, Judd will consume at least nine surly beers. Correct. Now, a couple people were saying I deserve a touchdown pass for this because I literally nailed the number of beers that you said. It yesterday might have been more than we nine. asked you.
3: It, it, I said 9 or 10. It, it might have been 10. and It, it might have been 11. This is, 11. Not
2: a, this is not a touchdown. Pass, 12, this, trust me. 13, 14. <laughs> not 5, not, not 6, not 7. <laughs> it's the weekend, okay? No, I'm I'm right, I, there, with right there with you. I
0: put down a whole 12-pack of seltzers on Saturday, so I feel you.
2: Yeah, for sure. No shame in arguing. No. Uh, the training camp, I said that from training camp to the beginning of the regular season, Mike Zimmer will make some kind of comment that he's yep. annoyed by a player not being at practice. <laughs> yep, he's way. made several comments yep. about Derisaw, the you COVID heard, quarterbacks. You played that one ago. a while ago. Yeah, And it's not a touchdown pass because it's, it's it there. happens every year. Yep. So listeners had nothing come off the board. Declan had a lot come off the board. Oh, Actually, look at a Great week <laughs> for Declan. You said Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater will each throw a touchdown pass against the Vikings. My guys. You said Derisaw will not play in the Vikings' first preseason game. I think this deserves a touchdown. You said Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, or Justin Jefferson will miss time in training camp with an injury. I mean, it wasn't like a likely thing that those guys would...
0: It's a nice red zone touchdown,
2: yeah. None of them are playing an actual preseason game, so... Um, we'll give you yeah, it wasn't, certainly wasn't a 50 yard bomb, but we'll give you a touchdown there. And you said BC Johnson or Chad Beebe will not make the 53. Oh, yep. So you might hit on both those. You did say Greg Joseph will miss his first field goal in the preseason. Cause you have no hashtag faith. Nope. He was two for um, two. I got
3: bad news. Uh, Chad Beebe is on this team. He will not be right on, on that. BC, I don't. Though, yeah, I he, don't think he's, he's, that's bad news, Declan. Well, does. Just, I think Declan Chad Beebe is as I'm a fourth doing, or fifth receiver. Like I'm, I'm warning Declan, oh uh, Chad Beebe what is, is here to stay, and he's going to steal all your girlfriends this? eventually. Yeah. No, there's no that's stealing with Chad Beebe's girlfriend. Upset. No, no, that's no, no. Upset. I'm tied People down now,
0: but no. Yeah, until Chad Beebe meets her, I'm sure she'll love that one.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't do crap yeah. anymore. I'm yeah.
2: tied down to the old ball well, how's and How's your chain? old lady
3: doing, Declan? Yeah.
2: yeah, if you want the Declan relationship update, go check out Mackie and Judd. Write that down Thank from God earlier oh, today. Or Declan's brother cashed in on it. My, My life
3: ceased being fun two weeks ago, but I got a girlfriend now.
2: Uh, Declan currently expanding his lead to 42 percent completions, right. two touchdowns. Roll Tide. Right. Judd at 34 percent completions, no touchdowns. Listeners 33 percent, two touchdowns and I'm at 33% as well with five touchdowns on the season. So there is the accountability session. Let's get our guy, guest listener predictor, Nick. This is the first time Nick has ever been a part of Write That Down. Nick, how are you, and what is your strategy today?
1: I am doing well. Uh, Thank you guys so much for having me here. I wish I had a surly in front of me to join you guys, but I can't do that during work. Um, my My strategy here is a little somewhat of a check down, and then I'm going deep with some uh, broad season predictions here.
2: Love it. And I'm really glad you brought up Surly because uh, these predictions on the horizon are presented by Judd's favorite beverage, Surly Brewing Company.
3: Yeah. And Nick, you know what? I want to thank you and the people at Vikings Practices. And last night when I was in the press box at the Twins game, from the bottom of my heart, and just as importantly, Surly's heart as well, (laughs) everyone who comes up and yells, Hey, Judd, I'm going home to have a Surly, or Hey, Judd, where's your Surly Furious? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's right here, and it's getting drank tonight, and I want you to share a Surly along with me. We'll cheers it long distance, because Surly, you know, you know, Nick, I'm thinking right now, you do enough settling in life, right? <laughs> Crack Nick settles, open a Surly- Nick settles all the time. Yeah, seriously. So here, but here, here's what you can do. Crack <laughs> open a Surly Furious and enjoy the IPA that revolutionized Minnesota craft beer, Because, Nick, I want to tell you right now, don't settle, get surly. How does that sound? All right.
2: (laughs) Right on. So, Nick, you're going to make the first prediction, then over to Judd, Declan, back to me, three chips around the room. Fire away. Start us off. The first snap is yours, Nick.
1: So, uh, running back Kenny Ngwangu, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, will have at least the second most total touches of any running back over the final eight weeks of the season.
2: Oh, do, do we? So final eight weeks. so We're going to give him a, a little time to recover here. How bad is the injury? Judd? Do we have any idea?
3: We don't know. We were told after the game, of course. Oh, it's not bad, but and I, I do amputation. Trust. So i yeah. exactly right. It's just a <laughs> tweak. Don't worry. <laughs> and he wasn't out there yesterday for practice, which is not surprising. But we don't we don't know. Yeah. And Mike Zimmer
2: called Tiger Woods leg injury a tweak
3: yeah. in February, too. Oh, don't tell him that now. He's very he's very touchy about that now, too as he should be. People we'll t- up. Up. Yeah, Daniel
2: Hunter good. hasn't played football in like 20 months, but it was just a tweak, everybody. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it. Yeah. yeah, there was a bone sticking out of his neck.
3: Uh, all right, Judd, your first prediction. All right, my first prediction. Anthony Barr will miss at least three games for the Vikings during the regular season. He's already started off on the wrong foot, so to speak. He's missed a lot of practice time. Uh, <laughs> the Vikings aren't saying what's wrong. You know what? I fear this, but I'm going to say he's going to miss Declan, at least still so it might be more. Okay. At least three games during the regular season.
2: You got it. Okay. Yeah, there's already Write this down. It's just a weird a weird vibe happening with this team right now. Uh the Vikings always overcome the weird vibes, though. In the end. No, they don't. Uh Declan, your first prediction.
0: Yeah, my first one, I'll get this off the board uh quickly here. Uh the Vikings, write this down. The Vikings will bring in Josh Rosen for a workout this preseason. Josh Rosen was just cut <laughs> oh, by the wow. Niners. The Vikings will bring in Josh Rosen for a workout. Woo. Write this down. Oh, my
2: God, dude. So did you guys see freezing cold takes? Found a Josh Rosen. This is, uh, oh I'm just going to read this out. The freezing cold takes, old old takes exposed Instagram. So they found two posts or, or quotes from Josh Rosen from right around the time he was drafted. Oh Quote, boy. there were nine mistakes made ahead of me, and I'm going to make sure they all know it was a mistake. Oh. And then somebody asked him about his career goals at the time, and he said, I'd say six titles, but if Tom Brady gets a sixth, I'll say
3: seven. <laughs> Dude, and I thought I thought he was going to be pretty good. Me too. And it's just a disaster. Yeah. It's just- he might be done. Write this down.
2: All right, write this down, and we'll definitely talk more about this later in the episode because the Vikings are working out Everson Griffin. Everson today. Mm-hmm. Everson Griffin on Twitter, he deleted it, but it's still out there. He called Kirk Cousins' ass about six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. So write this down: the Vikings will sign Everson Griffin before the start of the regular season, and he will apologize for his comments about Kirk. So he'll and to quantify that, it'll either be some sort of public apology, social media apology, or like a report that he addressed the team internally like we will find out that he apologized for his comments about kirk cousins being quote
3: officially he he the same day that he tweeted that kirk was asked he did apologize
2: but he's gonna be asked about it again again. and this is the first time he's gonna run into kirk at some point okay i don't know how you can just like walk up to kirk at practice for the first time and be like hey buddy
3: Kirk, so, How's it you going? Know, you know what? Kirk, love you so much. Kirk is one of the most oblivious people I've ever seen. Kirk? It won't it, it won't be nearly as weird as we think.
2: Everson can say, listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I have fat fingers. I meant to say pass. You're such a great passer. Yeah. You passed the ball. I don't know what happened there. The Zimmer didn't want him.
3: Phone's not That's what Ev said in the tweet. Zimmer didn't want him. Sometimes I, who
0: did. I love writing down these predictions because I literally have. He'll apologize for his comments about Kirk being ass. Like, I... I, I <laughs> I absolutely love that. That is an actual quantifiable prediction.
2: You know, Everson could pretty easily walk up to Kirk and say, listen, I was just a little high strung back then in February. Since I found Chill Boys, my demeanor is much softer now. Okay, I just feel much more comfortable with that bamboo fabric, the most comfortable underwear and boxer briefs I've ever worn, Kirk. And so, um, if anything, my ass is feeling very chill because Mm -hmm. of Chill Boys and ChillBoys.com. Uh one word from each of you guys to describe how chillboys are making you feel today. Comfort. Hmm. Secure. Oh, Secure. interesting. Secure. Yeah. Feathery. Feathery is the word I'm going to use okay. here. If you want your pair, like many 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 other purple daily listeners have found out the last few weeks, go to chillboys.com, chillboys.com. All right. Write that down. I think we're back to uh back to Nick here. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm glad you guys are wearing your chill voice today because I'm coming with a hot take here. <laughs> uh, the Vikings' starting quarterback in Week One of the 2022 season is not currently on the roster. Okay.
2: Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Okay. Off the record, do you care to to speculate a little bit here? We won't hold you to it.
1: Um, yeah, I just don't. After that first game, I think you know. I think Judd's been right this entire time that Mon's definitely a project. I think that they're going to see that he's not ready to go next year. And I think that things like Everson bringing back um, and stuff like that shows they're not invested in Kirk and don't care as much. So I think they'll move on. So I I think maybe in the draft or a cheap bridge, um, you know, free agent quarterback um, to take him into the future.
3: So Vikings
2: too, right? Bridge guy. You know who I really want? My, My absolute pipe dream for Vikings quarterback next year and beyond, Andrew Luck. Has Andrew Luck taken enough time off yet? Like, has he distanced himself away from that crappy Colts team that he played for a few years ago? Yeah, he's not that old. He's like probably in his early thirties.
3: He's got to be refreshed by now, right? I can't wait for my. I don't don't know. He wanted to play though. Like I, I don't. He's such a cerebral dude. I don't know that he really enjoyed it Uh... as much. But he was a. He is a great talent. Can't
0: wait for my Drew Luck jersey here next year.
3: (laughs) Dude, you are just.
2: Much They're talking about quarterback beer goggles, man. Declan. Oh, he he was
0: slinging it. Yes. Him and Teddy were slinging it against those back up uh, Yeah, against the third yeah, string. You didn't see the. Pra- Look didn't out. See there might be the another Denver Broncos prediction Teddy coming was later today. I mean,
3: sailing the football through <laughs> the, the air at the speed of a dead duck. Uh, back to Judd, your second prediction here. Cam Dansler will replace Brashad Breland as the Vikings starting cornerback at some point this season. So. Just to be clear, the regular season is going to open with the starting outside corners being Patrick Peterson and Bashad Breland. At some point, both of those guys take a lot of penalties, and Breland is really brash, which I sort of like for a corner, but I think he's going to do something to infuriate Zim, Mm -hmm. and they're going to give Cameron Dantzler another chance to start. So at some point this season, Dantzler will replace Breland as a starting cornerback. And so this injury would count too, right? Like if Breeland tears his ACL or something. Sure, sure. But I just think that that's, I I think that, I think Breeland's style is going to probably, he's going to take penalty something that's going to make Zimmer mad. Write it down. You like writing things down. Declan.
0: I will say for this preseason game against the Colts, write this down. Kellen Mond will throw the first touchdown pass in the Vikings and Colts game. So I don't know if Kellen Mond is starting. Of of either team. of, Of either team. Kellen, the first touchdown pass will come from Kellen Mond. Write this down.
3: Wow, okay. Yep.
0: Write it down. You like writing things down.
2: All right. Similar prediction here, uh, at least the spirit of it. Write this down. Jake Browning and Kellen Mond, I think they're going to bounce back. They will combine for over 200 yards passing and at least two touchdowns, rushing or passing. So if Mond runs went in, we're going to count that. So it's going to be a bounce back. Um, 200 plus yards between the two of them. Two plus touchdowns rushing or passing between the two of them. A little parlay. I don't okay. know if it's a touchdown, but it's like, they should put up those numbers, quite frankly. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Back to Nate, your third and final prediction. Sorry, Nick, my bad. Oh, that's okay. Um, All right. Back to, back to Roger. Back to this guy. <laughs> <three>. Back <laughs> to Bob.
1: Raleigh. Um, Patrick Peterson uh, will receive a second contract with the Minnesota Vikings.
3: Ooh. All right. Okay. That'd be good news. That'd I think be it would, really be, yeah, good it would news. mean that
2: he was pretty good this season right. under the tutelage My of Mike Zimmer. Back. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Uh, so since you've got this platform here, it's this life-changing moment here, this pinnacle moment. Is there anyone in your life that you'd like to thank that got you to this point?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first obligatorily, I'd like to thank my uh, girlfriend, Rachel, who's been very supportive of me and and is cheering me on today. Um, And then second, I'd actually like to uh, thank you guys. Um, I'm not originally from Minnesota. I'm from Ohio and have been a longtime Vikings fan. And uh, 1500 and score North has been a mainstay in my my fandom going back to, you know, you guys or. You know, Guestling, Andrew Kramer, Collar, I've been a long-time listener, and you guys have always, you know, really helped me tapped into what's going on with Vikings, and you guys do it fun, and I just really uh, appreciate you guys and everything you do for the, the Vikings community. Awesome, man. Appreciate well, Nick, that, Nick, thanks
2: for coming on the show. We appreciate the the kind words, and uh, we'll get you on again sometime to take some more throws, all right? It sounds great. Thank you, guys. All right, that's Nick, guest listener, predictor. That was Fred, actually. That was, that was Bill. Frank making yeah. some I, predictions right now. I there. can't cast stones on that one. <laughs> yeah. When, when, yeah, when it comes to yeah, for forgetting names, I Judd can't. has people that he's worked with for 10 years hello. and he has Jump no on. idea.
0: Hello! That is you Judd's thing. It's the best hello. when I have the door open and I hear him, hello, and he has no hello. idea who it is. How are you today? Yep. I
3: have, what do you do? Like, are you just <laughs> off the street? Do you have a job here? I don't know.
0: Hello! Oh, it's
3: amazing. Alright, uh, back to Judd, your third and final prediction here. Alright, my third and final prediction <laughs> is actually going to be a depth chart prediction that I hope to just speak into truth because it's so necessary. Wyatt Davis will be second on the Vikings death chart at right guard by the start of the regular season. Okay. So Wyatt Davis. So right now he is till behind Dozier. So it's only Dakota, Dozier, Wyatt Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're smart, they'll just cut Dakota Dozier. But it, it, even if they keep him, Wyatt Davis will be second by, the first depth chart issued for the Bengals Vikings game. Okay. Write this down. All right, Dex, your final prediction.
0: All right, you know what? I'll just I'll just make my you know AFC team the Denver Broncos, obviously, this year, and I will make this quantifiable by saying the Denver Broncos will make the playoffs and the Chargers will not. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna parlay this together a little bit and say the Denver Broncos will make the playoffs and the Chargers will not in 2021. Okay. The uh the AFC Vikings, I guess. Well, yeah. actually,
2: I was I was swapping it DMs kind of with our hard. guy Pulford Skull, and we nice. determined that the Titans are the AFC Vikings, just like very like very good all the time, but never oh, like a true Super Bowl contender. They run the ball, right? Uh, but Denver could probably be in there.
0: Write this down.
2: All right, although they did win a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. So, um, all right, final prediction. Write this down. I am going to go with a Wyatt Davis prediction as well. I am going to take it a step further, though. Write this down. Wyatt Davis will start at some point in the first eight games. I don't know where. Maybe left guard. Maybe right guard. Maybe injury. We'll see. No position. Okay. I was gonna say he'll start (laughs) at some point at fullback in the first game. He'll be the quarterback. (laughs) He'll replace Kurt. Punt returner. That's what he's gonna do. Yeah. Actually, they might need a new holder if uh, Mike Zimmer gets his way with Britton Colquitt. So, so there they are. Those are your write that down predictions and your accountability session here for the week on Purple Daily. Uh, We do have Judd's camp notes to get to, including Everson Griffin making a return to the Vikings practice facility. He's basically been standing outside the Twin Cities Orthopedic Performance Center with a boombox over his head for like six months. Please, please take me back. Yep. Um, But you know what? If he doesn't get that job with the Vikings, there's another way where he might be able to make a lot of money. Okay. The Minnesota State Lottery has a Vikings, not only one, but they've got a pair of Vikings uh, games that you guys can get in on. And here are the details, all right? So $5 game that wins up to $100,000 comes in a cool holographic design as well. And a $2 skull game that wins up to $15,000 with great second chance prizes like Vikings tickets and merchandise. Just say I'm in to Vikings scratch games from the Minnesota Lottery. You must be 18 or older to play, which Everson is. So you go, maybe go win six figures, plan a... The Minnesota Vikings, scratch scratching be kind of fun.
0: Write this down.
1: The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19
2: public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a
1: unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's Golf The Meadows. Um, so, all right,
2: Judd, let's get to your camp observations here. Let's just start with Everson Griffin. Do you think this is legit? Are they, like, legitimately about to bring Everson Griffin back in? Because this would signify that they don't like the right defensive ends that are playing across from Daniel Hunter, in my mind, right?
3: To a certain degree, Absolutely. And uh, kudos, because I believe the story was broken uh, in tandem by our buddies downstairs at Channel Mm -hmm. 5 Eyewitness News, Doogie and Chris Long. I believe that they were the first to tweet last night that Griffin had indeed secured a tryout for the Vikings that is supposed to uh, be conducted at some point, as probably we are recording this, on Wednesday. Um, I think that this is the fact that they have taken a long look now, and, and Daniel Hunter doesn't practice all, all the time, which, by the way, I'm not concerned about. I just think that they're being cautious there. And he didn't play, obviously, as the starters all didn't play on Saturday. And so Stephen Weatherly has been the starting right, and DJ Wanham right behind him. But on Saturday, for instance, with Daniel not playing, they play them at both ends. Here's my feeling weatherly's a nice rotational player okay and carolina paid him last year he got hurt it didn't go well he got let go um but i think he's a guy like i just think he's a guy i don't think he's special i think he is a guy that can be a part of of a rotation but you don't think of weatherly and hunter starting at ends wanham i think is developing but he's not there yet and so i think what the Vikings have, have done, and yes, we can. We definitely can talk about what they're not doing on the offensive line by trying to bring in guys potentially to, for a look the same way that they're going to with Griffin. I think what the Vikings have done, though, is they have, and Zim in particular, he's seen that these guys at right end are just guys. He definitely is moving. Daniel Hunter is definitely playing more right end, but I think he wants a guy with a little bit more punch and power than what he's seeing. And the decision here is let's at least take a look at Ev, who lives here, is in town, and see if there is something left. Now, I think at this point in his life and his career, he is probably a rotational player. I don't think he is a a starter, but I think he's a guy that could definitely come in, uh, give you third down snaps, give you a guy who knows how to rush. And here's the other variable that goes back to last year when Griffin was gone. And it starts with the Ngakwe trade, which was supposed to be eventually, you know, Hunter at left end, Ngakwe at right end. It's going to be fantastic. Unique Ngakwe couldn't stop the run and didn't care about it. Um, Stopping the run is obviously for ends incredibly important, but it's not the sexy thing, right? Like we always talk about, how many sacks did did this guy get? How many sacks? We're all and there's not there's not a way unless you dig down in like the PFF stats to quantify what a guy does at the end to stop the run, but it's obviously extremely important. Griffin can stop the run. So I do, I wonder if what they're seeing from Weatherly and Wanham, it's not that they're bad players, but they don't stand out much. And so in Zim's mind, my guess is they have nothing to lose by taking a look at a guy that knows their system has had success there. And from his stats in 2020, I mean, they're not great, but they're not awful. I actually Not washed think, up necessarily.
2: So his numbers are actually like, if you look at, well, you can look at just the sack totals and he did have, uh, according to PFF, they credit him with seven sacks on the season. And he only played about half of the overall snaps okay. that you would play. So, you know, a full slate of snaps like chase young for Washington, um, played eight hundred snaps last year. JJ Watt for Houston played a thousand snaps. Like there's between eight hundred and a thousand snaps available for guys who are every down players. He played about five hundred last year. Um and and he was among all edge rushers according to Pro Football Focus. He was thirtieth in pass rushing grade. So he was he was he was a good pass rusher last year. He had thirty three total pressures which is right kind of in line with like if you if you play a full season like he used to in his prime it's kind of in line with his his usual pass rushing rate so um and like you said he he's not just averse to also covering the run i don't think you'd bring him in here as an every down guy but maybe kind of going back to his going back full circle to his initial role in the vikings defense maybe he's a pass rushing specialist on right. third downs and i, I to me the, the biggest questions would be a what does this say this flirtation with Everson say about the rest of the defensive ends and how they're performing or not in the first 3 weeks of camp? It doesn't doesn't necessarily speak high like if they loved their options they wouldn't be doing this. Two, how stable is Everson physically, mentally, everything, right? Like he's been through a lot and he's a really emotional guy who's gone through some personal problems and like where is he at in his life would be another question. And then, three, I don't know if this is like the deal breaker, but, you know, he called out the starting quarterback pretty publicly. He called him ass. And so there does need to be some sort of a discussion there. Like, if it's going to cause too much turmoil, that is your starting quarterback, love him or hate him. And you got to find a way to keep the chemistry and keep the cohesiveness in that locker room. So
3: I would, I would just, I would check on that if I were the Vikings first. So let's (laughs) delve into that because that's a really interesting dynamic right now. And I'm going to tell you, um i don't so it's difficult because kirk is oblivious but but yet sensitive which is a really weird combination so i'm all for not alienating him as much as possible because the more that you do i think the worse he gets because mentally he can't process it that being said you know keep in mind we've never sensed that kirk has been loved in that locker room pre-pandemic and pre-whatever we want to talk about vaccination-wise. But clearly this is, to me, Zimmer and the Vikings saying, if we can improve the team at all, we're not really concerned about Kirk. And in Mike's mind, and he's probably right, it's probably partially based on because Kirk's not really concerned about us. Like, I'm trying to make this team as good as possible. The better my defense is, the more chance I'm giving my team to win games, in Mike's mind. And if the quarterback doesn't really – if the quarterback's going to think of himself first, why am I going to think of my QB first? Let's go through the tweets, though, from January when Ev tweeted. And I looked it up last night and actually posted a story about on scorenorth.com. The interesting thing about these tweets is they started at like 740 in the morning. So this is not like a late night where something was going on. This appears he woke up and tweeted this. It doesn't mean that he certainly was not emotional. And he was responding
2: to a fan question, right? I think
3: that's right. I think that's right. So his first tweet, as you've said, Phil, is Kirk Cousins' ass. Um, And he told people to, (laughs) quote, ask Zimmer if he wanted Kirk with five question marks. (laughs) And then he finished the thread with, he will tell you the truth question? Who wanted Kirk? Take your guess. Oh my! Which to me is just clear code for Spielman (laughs) wanted Kirk, not Mike. And we know Mike. From so, Mike, so Mike
2: has made some comments to people clearly, like Everton's combine, not just making this up, combine right? combine
3: comment was directly about Kirk, but yeah. before they signed Kirk, they clearly oh, were going, God. he'd been told we're pursuing him. And you played the soundbite, Phil. Mike said, if you do this, you're forfeiting the right to sign other guys who can help us a lot. And that was clearly a shot at don't sign Kirk. Nobody else.
2: Listen, I mean, the Vikings are so all in on defense being the anchor for this. Like, if if their defense isn't fixed, it's going to be hard for them to do anything meaningful, you know, December, January, etc. So if they don't feel great about the right defensive ends, if they feel like, well, Weatherly's a guy, like he's good as a backup. But right now, he's our best starter. Right. And if they feel like Everson Griffin can come in and at least give you some punch for like four or five hundred snaps. I think you got to roll the. I think I think you have to just bring him Hey, man, just cut out the Kirk stuff. He's our starting quarterback. If you don't like him, that's cool. Just stay in your defensive lane and uh, get after the opposing quarterback. Right? Like I think. And plus, Everson, he's a happy-go-lucky guy. Like he can kind
3: of play it off. Hey, I'm sorry, you know. Well, um, he's. I'm just kind of a. You know, I'm just kind of a wacky guy. So he came back the same day, and clearly he got a call from somebody. Right. He came back the same day, and here's his final tweet after that thread. His final tweet, and I'll read it slowly because it's important to process it. I'm sorry for posting that about Kirk. It's not right for me to call people out. I apologize for hurting him. I'm very grateful and thankful. <laughs> Never did he say, I made it up. Like, no, no, about he feels Kirk, that way. everything he, that he said yeah. was accurate. He feels but, that I mean, way. He not only feels that way, but if you take out the Kirk is ass stuff. He's basically citing facts.
2: Have any players ever tweeted Tom Brady is ass? Russell Wilson is ass? I
3: don't, I'd be hard pressed to find a tweet that says a quarterback is ass.
2: Even Aaron Rodgers, I feel like, like he's kind of a no. tough guy to get along with, but people respect him enough to not say things
3: like that. But him. I think, Phil, That's I think you nailed it. I think that Mike watches these practices, which the offense is missing some important guys, but also Kirk has looked, since the quarantine, has looked terrible in practice. And I think more and more, Mike thinks to himself, if we're going to win, it's, it's defense. defense. And I'm not going to worry. If, if the quarterback's not going to worry about the team and me, which he's not, then I'm not going to be concerned about his feelings.
2: Yeah. Um. So we can, and I know you have a million notes. We can also get to some more of your notes tomorrow, but like, what are like. A couple other things that are standing out to you this week at Vikings practice between these these first sure. two preseason games.
3: I attended practice yesterday. Christian Darrisaw walking circles around the field very slowly as the team practices because um, he's coming his, back just from dragging a, his leg behind him. No, I mean he's just walking like he's seventy eight. Like like Patrick Royce, he has more spring in his step right now. Good than Lord, Christian Derisaw does. Hey, but I mean, I had I had hernia, hernia surgery guys.
2: about twelve years ago, fourteen years ago. Yeah, hernia? I'm not
3: making fun of it.
2: I don't think it's is it. It's not hernia though, right? It's, it's a core it's a muscle. Core but muscle. It, it's
3: clo- It's close. Okay. Get, it's close. a groin. So why it's did close. you have
0: to get hernia surgery in your twenties? What'd you do? So I think I feel like I got duped. I had
2: some like like a muscle strain, and I almost feel <laughs> like. I got duped. I almost feel like I didn't need the surgery, but the doctor was like, oh yeah, looks like you have a, looks like we got to put a little something in there, a
0: little mesh. You didn't, you didn't go to Dr. What? James Andrews for a second opinion on, on this <laughs> hernia surgery? No, I feel like
2: I didn't really need they the hernia through, like, surgery. They just like mesh in you? But, well, they put like a mesh, like, um, I don't know what you call it. Like a mesh little like We got to
3: go in there with a shoelace and tie that <laughs> sucker up yeah, before it yeah. falls apart.
2: What the hell? <laughs> Yes, and it does. I don't. It's, it's, it, I, don't I don't get like. Uh, I don't set the metal detectors off, so it must not be that big. But yeah, I kind of
3: feel like. Kind of feel like they duped me a little bit. Okay. Last thing. Last thing for the, the notes as far as, injuries go, Justin Jefferson did some individual work. He's not doing teamwork, but I'm fine with that. Like mm-hmm. as long as he's prepared for September 12th, that's fine. Uh, Anthony Barr though remains um, very sporadic in how much he's practicing. He didn't practice yesterday and came out of, I'm assuming, the training room late in practice. And Zimmer alluded to something is going on. Now, I'm going to give you some completely reckless speculation because I heard this third hand. But I'm going to tell you what I heard. Reckless speculation. Somebody brought up um, that it's a groin issue that he's dealing with, which, if that's the case, one, he shouldn't be practicing. That's fine. But two... It concerns you a little bit because those can definitely, if they aren't handled right, linger. Um, I've been assuming the entire time that it's the torn pec again because he tore the pec in week two of last year, missed the rest of the season. But as Dex will tell you, when Dumba tore his pec in the fight against um Matthew Kachuk of the Flames a couple of years back, like for him to get back at full strength, like arm usage, what, Dex, it took a year and a half, yeah, right? Like was... It took a he the was not the, he huge. was not
0: the same player for a long
3: time. So I'd almost prefer it be a groin than the torn pec is still a problem because if that's the case and this goes the same path as Dumba and you're playing football, that could be a problem too. So I I've got far more concerns about Bar. I I'd say if I had to rank him, I would say Bar 1 just because of his importance to the team. Darasa 2, you like him to play, but he is a rookie. And the third one would be Jefferson because hopefully he'll be just fine. Well, uh, the
2: good news is John Cena tore his pec about 12 years ago and came back like four months later for the Royal Rumble and then I think won it. He did. So, um, it was the Royal Rumble, yeah. So it really shouldn't take that long. If John Cena can come back and win the Royal Rumble and beat 29 other men throwing men over the top oh, rope, then I think I think Anthony Barr can okay. suck it up and play some football. Okay? <laughs> Okay, just to
3: throw that all out right. there. That's great. Mm-hmm. I bring my notes to the table and I get WWE thrown back in my face.
2: Expect no, nothing those are, less. these dude. are good. These yeah. are good. <laughs> and you can find you can find Jud's videography on the Score North TikTok and Instagram accounts. We're almost to a thousand followers on TikTok, so thank you guys for jumping on as we uh, just act like idiots on that channel. And uh, yeah, Daily Vikings Entertainment here. We just want a Super Bowl before we all die. That's all we ask for here on Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Um, We'll see you guys, see you guys tomorrow.